Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. On the programme yesterday, we were talking about um, restricted dogs and the, uh, the, the restricted dog breed list and whether or not it should be changed, should there be more enforcement and whether even some dogs on that list should be banned. And we were talking about this following an incident that happened in, in County Wexford, um, the, the attack on the young boy, nine years of age, named as Alejandro Mizan. And um, his brother, Raul, spoke to News Talk Breakfast earlier this morning about his brother's condition. His face is completely destroyed. Um, he has no, no lip. Um, like, his face, it's in bits. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Just that his face is not that like he used to be anymore. It's just that completely changed. Like, he's not the same anymore. So, like, we cannot really recognize him, like, the way he looks now at the moment. It's in terribly bad conditions. Our families are in terribly shock. Um, my mother is in a very bad depression at the moment. My father is devastated. Like, we just don't have words to describe all pain that we have in our hearts at the moment. Not only us and the whole family and friends. And the whole island is in pain now, to be honest with you. But my family is destroyed. I can't just imagine how difficult it must be for the the Mazan family at the moment. And I actually saw the photographs in the paper um, following the attack this morning. And it would just break your heart looking at the pictures. Like, just God love him and we wish him all the very, very best. Um, Alejandra is still, still obviously in hospital at the moment. Um, but we were talking about this on the show and we had a lot of emails in from people um, about restricted dogs and incidents that happened to them. They came in yesterday afternoon following the show and indeed again this morning. So I want to talk to people about this today and your experience. Lara's with us on the line. Um, Lara, what's your, your, your thoughts on this or what's your experience? Well, I would be afraid of dogs myself. Um, the dogs that uh, attacked me when I was a kid were just ordinary sheep dogs, but they hunt in packs, and dogs can be dangerous, as people have highlighted. Um, not all of these restricted dogs might be vicious, but they're all dangerous. Uh, these dogs are bred to fight and to kill, and I really think they should be banned. Totally you, banned, When did you last hear of a chihuahua? When did you last hear of a chihuahua, a retriever, or a poodle? Smalling and child and putting them in hospital. So you, you know, think that a lot of the dogs that are on the restricted breed list, that those dogs should be banned? I, I, I do. We're not allowed to take uh, tigers and lions out and leads and muzzles because they're vicious, dangerous animals and they're banned from being in public places for a reason. Um, there's, there's a lot of emphasis being put on the enforcement of the law. Mm. I think you're coming at that from the people are coming at that from the wrong side. It's compliance. Laws are passed and we're intended to comply with them. But in my Good lifetime, point. the vast majority of dangerous dogs that I've encountered have not had muzzles on them. And many of them have not been on leads. We just mm. don't comply with the law. Therefore, we can't be trusted. Now, educating kids, as was mentioned yesterday, That's you can right. educate people all you like. That doesn't change the fact that these are still lethal okay. weapons and okay. they're dangerous dogs. Uh, Alan is with us on the line as well, Lar. Um, Alan, I believe you have a dog on the, the restricted dog breed list. I mean, is there enough compliance or do you think there, there needs to be further restrictions? 
I think, Andrea, that the um, <clears throat> the dogs are not that dangerous. What's dangerous is the owners of the dogs. Uh, you don't give somebody a gun without having a proper license and proper training. And it's going to kill killer, and so is dogs. Any kind of dogs. And even your last caller there saying, we don't hear about poodles and chihuahuas um, ripping a child to bits. No, they can't rip a child to bits. But <clears throat> they will probably bite children a whole lot more than any of the listed dogs do. It's just that the list of dogs is highlighted. Um, I have been bitten loads of times by small dogs. Yeah, but you, I mean, um, how, how bad? How, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not taken away from being bitten, and I'm some, I'm somebody who, you know, would openly talk about the fact that I'm, I'm just afraid and terrified of dogs. So, a bite from any dog, I don't care what size or what weight it is or how, what it looks like. Like that, that for me is just something that absolutely petrifies me. So, like, you know, tell me about your dog, Alan. Um, well, I have I have German Shepherds over the last forty years, right? And I walk them without leads and without muzzles on the beach. And, and they're on the restricted breed well, list. Yes. Now, them dogs are fully controlled. How? I don't speak to them. They have them all on hand signals. And if you were approaching me on the beach with or without a dog. And my dogs were about 20 metres away from me. I clap my hands. They look at me. They get the signal to return. They return. They walk on my left-hand side at my heel until we part, you and I. And in some cases, people have dogs on leads. And their dogs are pulling and barking and yapping, trying to get to my two. So you've you've two dogs on the restricted dog breed list, and despite the fact that you're you you have to keep this dog muzzled and on a, on a, on a, on a le- leash that's or on a lead that's what two meters is the maximum length that this um, yes. this lead can be. You're telling me that you're out walking the beach and you've n- you've neither on it. I have more control over my dogs than most people because they're fully commandable. But she don't I, know that. I've that could change with at any minute. Over forty years, Andrea, and I have never had an incident. And not only that, people when they see me walking dogs and see the control I have on them, they actually approach it more relaxed because they can see that the dogs are one hundred percent controlled. I have never lost the attention of a dog. Now I'm not saying it can't happen. But I'm is saying this the right? It has never happened to me. No, but and I'm and I'm and I, right. It hasn't happened to you. But I mean, is this the, like the, the rule is? If the dog is on this list, it has to have the muzzle on it when it's out in public. It can't have anyone under the age of sixteen leading the dog, um, and it needs to have a strong lead with the collar, no more yeah, than two I, meters. But is it fair then, Alan? That like for other people, like I mean, if I met you in the beach, I'd be absolutely terrified. You would, you would until you walk by me. As I said, <laughs> I wouldn't. To you, I'd be terrified. People have, people have the little dogs on the leads, and even Labradors and other kinds, and their dogs are pulling the arms off them to try and get to my dogs, and my dogs just couldn't care less. They don't participate in any way. And has anyone I mean, ever said it to you? You'd have to see it to believe it. I mean, you don't want to. So, has anyone ever said it to you? Uh, or pulled you up on actually, it? Actually, no. But no. So this comes back to the point about compliance and enforcement, doesn't it? Yeah, but you see, I haven't. But people, if people don't feel threatened or scared, they won't retaliate. 
Let me bring in Elizabeth as well. Elizabeth, um, you're listening to this. You're, Lara's still with us too and, and Alan there. Um, what's your experience? Hi, yes. Um, okay, well, I have a restricted dog, a restricted breed dog, a German Shepherd. Um, and um, I'm also a veterinary surgeon and I've worked a lot with the Control of Dogs Act um, in previous years. And uh, I'm in, <clears throat> do a lot of I'm in practice now and see a lot of these dogs. I, I think the problem is a lot bigger than just, you know, should we restrict the dogs? What dogs are on the restricted list? Um, it's nearly irrelevant. What we don't have in this country is a proper, responsible attitude to dogs. For example, that last man who was speaking now. Alan, yeah, he's um, still there. Yeah, if he was in Germany... His dogs would probably have a collar and a green tag on the collar. And that green tag would allow people to know that his dogs are fully trained and compliant. And that, you know, now if anything um, <clears throat> went wrong, but that would be, would only get that green tag on the collar after he had gone through a, a session of training himself, no matter how good he is. He's obviously a man who's got um, very good personal responsibility, mm. um, but not all dog owners okay. have. Whether they're, you know, whether they're on the restricted list, um, each country has different restricted lists for the dogs. I know, sure, it's different um, in the north. Some of the dogs well, that are on our restricted list here, if you, if you go across to, uh, you know, uh, seven kilometres in the road uh, from Donegal, they're banned. You see, it makes it's immaterial. What we need is the actual, the the law and the public awareness, and as somebody else said, compliance. Compliance is a huge thing. Now, my dog, for example, is a German Shepherd. Now, unlike is it John's dog? Alan. Uh, Alan's dog, sorry. Uh, sorry, Alan. Um, she is, um, I couldn't trust her not to run after a small dog. In fact, that happened to me earlier this summer. She used to maybe run or whatever. Um, she's just got into a very powerful stage now. She's about six years old. Um, so I, it's, I, one of the things I think in this country is that we're not used to seeing dogs on muzzles and leads, you know. Well, obviously, after after that happened, she went to the dog and, and, and she bit him and he was fine. But um, so after that, I went off and people actually kind of think, well, I can't put my dog in a muzzle because it'll look terrible. We're not used to seeing dogs wearing muzzles. This is just a public perception thing that really got me. Um, and then so I went and I investigated muzzles. I didn't want a muzzle that would make my dog not be able to breathe um, not be able to pant. More importantly, in the hot summer, your dog has to be able to open its mouth and pant be able to be able to um, take in water and yet not be able to attack another dog. And so actually I got that. That was fine. Got an extending lead, which is fine. Um, and uh, all, all that is fine. The problem is it's not just biting. It's any dog that's big, any dog that's mm. over the size, say, of a... Now, I mean, you know, you can talk about retrievers and Labradors, whatever, but when I was working in England, God knows how many years ago that was, Labradors had the biggest record of biting that particular year. You know, Elizabeth, do you think though that dogs? Them, so, do, you, do you think that the yeah. dogs on the restricted breed, uh, the, the restricted breed list? Look, is your point that they should have to wear muzzles though when they're out in public and on a short lead? Um, yeah, they should. They should be uh, out. They should have to wear uh, leads. See, you have a difference here when you've got a high volume of dogs in the cities and in the countryside. A lot of the dogs in the countryside, they are fantastic dogs um, that farmers might have. You know, for example, I have a um, there's a, a woman there up the road for me, and she uh, her, she is a Rottweiler, and um, her daughter was in the I don't know in the room off the kitchen one morning, and uh, 
something happened. She fell. The dog, the dog uh, she screamed. And the dog came bounding down the stairs and burst through the door into the room where the girl was. Um, terrified the girl, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but she was coming to protect her. And that wonderful protectiveness with dogs like Rottweilers, the old breeds, the shepherds, the Rottweilers that I have, is fantastic. Okay, but the so owners no, must uh, have yeah. personal responsibility. Absolutely. But and I, the law I, must be enforced. And the problem is, when you look at the way we control the Control of Dogs Act, the, um, the, each county council is given a certain budget. And that's their that's their budget. Well, none of the none of the, the do, none of the dog owners, Elizabeth, in the last two days that I've spoken to, or certainly the, the 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 very very few of them have told me that they've ever been stopped or checked um, about the dog, the lead, the compliance. You know whether or not it has a collar. Ch- checked about the muzzle. Like nobody seems to be checked about this. And yet, like I don't know how many emails I come in this morning from people talking about incidents that they had with dogs and been bitten and bitten over the years, and things haven't changed. So I, I don't know. I mean, it just it strikes me as just being so like absolutely bizarre that we have no compliance seemingly around this at all, and people are quite happy to have their restricted dog, their dog, sorry, that's on the restricted dog breeders list, quite happy to be out and about walking about with it and no muzzle or no lead in it. Peter in Dublin has got in touch to say most small dogs would and could never hurt you. No need to be afraid of them. Regardless of his controls, says this listener, what about the effects on people seeing big and large dogs like this with no control on them? And this listener says dogs need to run. A walk and a lead, no matter how long it is, is, is not enough at all. Bringing them to an empty beach and letting them burn off the energy is essential in many cases. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.